if in your childhood there was a deep milieu of love around you, you will become religious, trust will arise. You will trust, trust will become your natural quality. Ordinarily, you will not distrust anybody unless somebody tries hard to create distrust in you. Only then will you distrust, but distrust will be exceptional. One man deceives you and tries hard to destroy your trust. Maybe trust in that man is destroyed, but you will not start distrusting the whole humanity. You will say, this is one man, and there are millions of men. Just for one man, why distrust all? But if the basic trust is lacking, and something has gone wrong between you and your mother, then distrust becomes your basic quality. Then ordinarily, naturally, you distrust. There is no need for anybody to prove you trust you distrust man and then if somebody wants you to trust him he will have to work hard very hard and then and even then you will trust him conditionally and even then that trust will not be very comprehensive it will be very narrow it will be allowed uh, it be it will be a, a road at one person a road, a road, a road, a ro- arrow, a road at one person. This is the problem. In the old times, people were very trusting. Shida, Shirada, trust was a simple quality. There was no need to cultivate it. In fact, if somebody wanted to become a great skeptic, doubting, then great training was needed. Great conditioning was needed. People were simply trustful because love relationships were very, very deep. In the modern world, love has disappeared and trust is nothing but the climax of love, the cream of love. Love has disappeared. Children are born into Children are born into families where the father and mother are not in love. Children are born, the mother does not care, is not bothered about what happens to them. In fact, she is annoyed because they are disturbance and they are disturbing her life. Women are avoiding children, and if they happen, if they happen, it seems like an accident, and there is a deep negative attitude. The child gets that negative attitude. He is poisoned from the very beginning. He cannot trust the mother. A philosophy is not born out of the blue. A philosophy is not born out of the blue. A philosophy comes from your own existence, your own lived experience. If the child has been deep in love with the mother, 
and the mother has showered her love, that is the beginning of all trust for the future. Then the child will make more loving relationships with women. We'll make, we will make more loving relationship with friends. One day we'll be able to surrender to a master and finally will be able to dissolve himself completely into God. But if the basic link is missing, then the function, but the foundation is missing. Then you try hard, but it becomes more and more difficult. That's what I feel about the questionnaire. I need to trust so badly. Yes, because trust is nourishment. Without trust, without trust, oh well, without trust, you remain hungry, you remain starved. Trust is the most subtle nourishment for life. If you don't trust, you cannot really live. You are always in here. You are surrounded by death, not by life. With a deep trust inside, the whole view changes. Then you are at home and there is no conflict. Then you are not a stranger in the world. Then you are not an alien, you are not foreigner. You belong to the world. The world belongs to you. The world is happy that you are. The world is protecting you. This feeling of a deep protection gives courage and gives courage to move into unknown paths. When the mother is the home, the, ch the child has courage. Have you watched it? He can go out on the road. He can move into the garden and he can do a thousand one things. When the mother is not there, he simply sits inside. He is afraid. He, he is afraid. He cannot go out. The, the protection is not there. The protective aura is not there. The atmosphere is totally alien. If you have lived a childhood of a deep showering of love and trust on you, you gather a beautiful self-image about yourself. And if your parents have been really in deep love with each other, and they were very happy about you because you were the culmination of their love, the crescendo of their love, the actualization of their love. If they were deep in love, then you are the song that is born out of their love. You are the proof, the evidence that they loved each other. You are their creation. They feel happy about you, they accept you, and they accept the way you are. Even if they try to help you, 
they try to help you in a very loving way. Even if they are, if, even if they say something, don't do this, you don't feel offended and you don't feel insulted. In fact, you feel cared about. But when the voice is missing, uh, when the love is missing, and the father and the mother go on saying, don't do this and do that, do this. By and by, the child starts learning that I'm not accepted as I am. If I do certain things, I am loved. If I don't do certain things, I'm not loved. If I do some other things, I'm hated. So he starts shrinking. His pure being is not accepted and loved. The love is conditional. Trust is lost. Then he will never be able to have a beautiful self-image because it is a mother's eyes which reflect you, reflect you for the first time. And if you can see happiness there, a bliss, a thrill, a great ecstasy just watching you, you know you are valuable, you know you have intrinsic value, then it is very easy to trust, very easy to surrender, to very easy to surrender, because you are not afraid. But if you know that you are wrong, then you are always trying to prove that you are right. People become argumentative uh, argumentative argumentative <clears throat> people become argumentative all argumentative people basically are people who don't have good image of themselves they are very defensive very touchy if there is some argumentative person and you say that this thing you have done is wrong he immediately jumps on you because becomes very angry. He cannot even take a small friendly criticism. But if he has a good image about himself, he's ready to listen. He's ready to learn. He's ready to respect others' opinions. Maybe they are right. And even if they are right and he's wrong, he's not worried because that doesn't matter. He remains good in his eyes. People are touchy. They don't want criticism. They don't want. And they won't want somebody to say. Oh. Somebody to say to them to do this. They don't want somebody to say to them not to do that. And these people think they cannot surrender because they're very powerful. They're just ill, neurotic. Only a powerful man or a woman can surrender. Weak, weak links, weaklings, weaklings never, weaklings never. Because in surrender you think their weakness will be known to the whole world. They know they are weak.
Get down. Get down. They know they are weak. They are there. They know they are weak. They know their inferiority. Inferi- inferi- inferiority. Inferiority complex. So they cannot bow down. It is difficult for them because bowing down will be accepting that you are inferior. Only a superior person can bow down. Inferior persons can ne- never bow, bow down. They, ca- they cannot respect anybody because they don't respect themselves. They don't know what respect is, and they are always afraid of surrender. Because surrender means weakness to them. So, if you feel in difficult to trust, then you have to go back. You have to dig deep into your memories. You have to go into your past. You have to clean your mind of the past impressions. You must be having a great heap of rubbish from your past and burden it. This is the sky. This is the key to do it. If you can go back, not just as memory, but as a reliving. Make it a meditation every day in the night. For one hour, just go back. Try to find out all that has happened in your childhood. The deeper you can go, the better, because we are hiding many things that have happened, but we don't allow them to bubble up into consciousness. Allow them to surface. Going every day, you will feel deeper and deeper. First, you will remember somewhere when you were at the age of four or five, you will not be able to go beyond that. Suddenly, a China wall will face you, but go. By and by, you will see that you are going deeper, three years, two years. People have reached to the point where they were born from the womb. There have been people who have reached into the memories of the womb. And there are people who have reached beyond that into the other life when they died. But if you can reach to the point where you were born and you can relive that moment, it will be of deep agony, pain. You will almost feel as if you are being born, being born again. You may scream as, a cha- as the child screamed for the first time. You will feel suffocated as the child felt suffocated when for the first time he was out of the womb. Because for a few seconds he was not able to breathe. There was great suffocation. Suffocation. Then he screamed and the breath came and his passage became open. His lungs started functioning. You may have to move to that point. From there you come back. Go again. Come back. Every night. It will take at least three to nine months. And every day you will feel more unburdened. More and more unburdened. And trust will rise simultaneously.
by this side. Once the past is cleared, you have seen all that ha that has happened. You'll feel it. This is the key. If you become aware of anything in your memory, you are freed from it. Awareness liberates and consciousness creates a bondage. Then trust will become possible. Psychologists have come across this, that love is food. Just 20 years ago, 20 years ago, if somebody had said that love was subtle, vitality, then scientists would have laughed. They would have They would have thought you're a poet. You live in illusion and dreams. Love and food or nonsense. But now scientific researchers say love is food. When a child is given food that nourishes his body and if love is not given, then his soul is not nourished. His soul remains immature. Now, there are always. Now. Now, there are always. Uh, now, there are ways to measure whether a child is being loved or not. Whether the warmth he need he needs is being given to him or not, you can give a child all the nourishment he needs, all the medical care he needs in a hospital. Just remove the mother, give him milk, medicine, care, everything, but don't hug him, don't kiss him, don't touch him. Many experiments have been done. The child, by, by and by, starts shrinking into himself. He becomes ill, and in most of the cases, he dies for no visible cause at all. Or, if he survives, he survives at the minimum. He becomes an Im imbecile, an idiot. He will have, he will live. But he will live just on the fringe. He will never be deep in life. He has no energy to hug the child, to give your body's warmth. To him is food, is very subtle food. Now, this is being recognized by and by. Let me make you one prediction. After 20 or 30 years, Psychologists will come to reveal that trust is even a higher food of a greater potency, higher than love, like prayer. Trust is, pray trust is prayerfulness, but it is very subtle. 
you can feel it if you have trust you will suddenly see that with me you are going on a great adventure and your life starts immediately changing if you don't have trust you will stand there i will i go on talking i go on pulling you you are stuck somehow you go on missing me let your trust arise that trust will be a bridge between me and you then ordinary words become luminous then just my presence can become a womb and you can be reborn people who trust because they are a friend because they want somebody to hang on to to cling to they are afraid and they want somebody's hand they look at the sky and they pray to god just to feel only afraid have you watched sometimes passing through a dark street in the night you start wishing whistling or you start singing not that it is not not that it is going to help but it helps in a way singing you become warmer singing you become occupied fear is repressed wasting wasting you start feeling good you forget that it is dark and it is dangerous but it makes no real change in reality if there is fear and danger it is still there in fact it is more because a person who is engaged in signing can be robbed more easily because he will be less alert he will be less cautious while whistling he is creating an illusion around him with whistling if your trust arises out of fear it is better not to have that trust it is false i have heard mula narus narudin <clears throat> claimed into a barber's chair and asked why is the barber who used to work on the next chair oh that one was a sad case the barber said he became so nervous and despondent over poor business that one day when a customer said he did not want a massage he went out of his mind and cut the customer's throat with a razor he is now in the state mental hospital by the way would you like a massage sir absolutely said mula oh really i thought i read it before okay never mind out of fear you can say absolutely but they, that will not be trust trust is born out of love and if you find that you cannot trust then you have to work hard you have a very loaded past wrongly loaded you have to clean it clear it what does the phrase existence takes care mean we are part of existence we are not separate even if you want to be separate we can't be 
our life is part of being together with existence. And the more you are together with existence, the more light alive you are. That's why I insist continuously to live totally, to live intensely. Because the deeper your living is, the more you are in contact with existence. You are born, you are born of it. Every moment you are renewed, rejuvenated, resurrected by each of your breaths, by each of your beat hearts. Existence is taking care of you. But we are not aware of our own being. We are not aware of our own. We are not aware of our own breathing. Gudama, the Buddha, gave the word a tremendously simple but immensely valuable meditation. Vipassana. The word vipassana simply means watching your breath. The coming of the that. breath in and the going of the breath out, people used to ask Buddha, what will happen by this? He was not a theoretician. He would say to them, just do it and see, experiment and report to me what happens. Don't ask me. Just as you start watching your breathing, you start seeing a great phenomenon that through your breath you are consciously connected with existence uninterruptedly there is no holiday whether you are awake or asleep existence goes on pouring life into you and taking out all that is dead carbon dioxide is dead and if it accumulates in you you will be dead Oxygen is life, and you need continuously that the carbon dioxide is replaced by fresh oxygen. Who is taking care? Certainly you're not taking care of. You're not taking care. If you were taking care, you would have been dead long ago. You would not have been here to ask the question. You would have forgotten sometimes to breathe. Or sometimes the heart would forget to beat. Sometimes the blood would forget to circulate inside you. Anything could go wrong. There are thousand and one things in you which could go wrong, but they are all functioning in deep harmony. Is this harmony dependent on you? So when I say existence takes care, I'm not talking philosophy. Philosophy is mostly nonsense. I'm simply talking an actual fact. And if you become continuously aware of it, this creates a great trust in you. My saying to you, existence takes care, is to bigger a consciousness that can bring the beauty of tremendous. My saying to you, existence takes care, is to trigger a consciousness that can bring the beauty of trusting in existence. I don't ask you to believe in a hypothetical God, and I don't ask you to have faith in a messiah, in a savior. These are all childish desires to have. 
some father figures who takes care of you, but they are all hypothetical. There has not been any savior in the world. Existence is enough unto itself. I want you to inquire into your relationship with existence, and out of that inquiry arises trust, not belief, not faith. Trust has a beautiful, trust has a beauty because it is your existence. Trust has a beauty because it is your experience. Trust will help you to relax because the whole existence is taken care. There is no need to be worried about. There is no need to be worried and to be concerned. There is no need to have any anxiety, no need of any anguish, no need of what the existentials call against. Trust helps you to relax. It helps you to let go, and the let go、uh, prepares the ground for wit- wit- witnessing to come in. They are related phenomena. Three gray haired mothers, Mrs. Fletcher, Mrs. Confield, and Mrs. Baum. Were sitting in a Catskill hotel bragging about their children. My son is a doctor, said Mrs. Fletcher, and he's an internist, internist, a surgeon and a specialist. He makes so much money, he owns an apartment building on Park Avenue in New York. That's nice, said. Mrs. Cornfield. My son is a lawyer. He handles divorces, accidents, tax cases, insurance. He is so successful. He owns two quadrant buildings on Fifth Avenue. Ladies, announced Mrs. Baum. You should both be proud or proud to have such successful sons. My boy, I have to tell you the truth, is、uh, homosexual. That's a shame, said Mrs. Confield. And that does he do for a living? Nothing, said Mrs. Baum. He has two friends. One is a doctor who owns an apartment building on a public a l l And the other is a lawyer who owns two apartment buildings. Existence takes care.